0: WITNESS IN THE Fonnie WILLIS MISCONDUCT HEARING IN GEORGIA RETURNED TO THE STAND THIS AFTERNOON. HOWEVER, TERRENCE BRADLEY SPENT MUCH OF THE DAY NOT RECALLING WHAT HE KNEW ABOUT THE RELATIONSHIP BETWEEN DA WILLIS AND PROSECUTOR NATHAN WADE, HIS FORMER LAW PARTNER. NICK VALENCIA WAS INSIDE THE HEARING. HE'S JOINING US NOW. NICK, CAN YOU JUST WALK US THROUGH THE MAIN PARTS OF THIS HEARING, WHAT IT WAS ABOUT, AND WHY IT'S SO IMPORTANT TO THE CASE AGAINST THE FORMER PRESIDENT, TALKING ABOUT TRUMP, IN GEORGIA.
1: Yeah, hey there, Wolf, this could be hugely consequential to the case against the former president and his remaining allies because if a judge sees evidence that the Fulton County D.A., Financially benefited from this relationship she had with her lead prosecutor, or if she uh, potentially lied on the stand, if the judge sees evidence of that, that's grounds for disqualification. and if she is removed from this case, that would effectively derail the case against the former president. So today we had Terence Bradley back on the stand. He 's the former law partner and divorce attorney for Nathan Wade, the lead prosecutor, and uh, defense attorneys had uh, billed him as their star witness, someone that could prove that Willis and Wade lied about when their relationship began. But as you're about to hear, he wasn't the easiest to get information out of.
2: I do not recall any dates of when, the con- of when the relationship started. I'm telling you, I did not recall any specific date. At this time, I don't recall. At this time, I am telling you that I do not have the date. But I do not recall. I do not recall that, no matter. I do not recall how it came up.
1: It's interesting because Scott McAfee took a lot of notes during the hearing, especially when Bradley said he could not or did not recall. Wolf,
0: Did Terrence Bradley, uh, Nick, ever come close to confirming any of the defense attorney's questions about a timeline for the relationship between Fani Willis and Wade?
1: Not even close, Wolf. In fact, it appeared as though he was being deliberately evasive and elusive of the questions he was being asked. Take a listen. Do you recall me asking you, um, do you think it started before she hired him? And you said, absolutely. Do you recall that?
2: I see that in the text message, yes.
1: Do you also recall me asking you how they would react? That they would attack me. And you said, no, they will deny it.
2: That, that's written in there, yes. The
1: disqualification hearing will resume on Friday, but we should not expect a resolution for weeks. The judge is not expected to make a ruling from the bench. Wolf.
0: Nick Valencia reporting for us. Nick, thank you very much. I'm joined now by uh, two criminal defense attorneys, CNN analysts, both Joey Jackson and Karen Friedman-Agnifolo, Agnifilo, is also a former Manhattan chief assistant district attorney. Joey, first of all, listening to Bradley, do you think his testimony was credible?
2: So I don't think it was credible, Wolf. Good evening to you. Uh, The reality, though, is credible or not credible. I just have, look, I know we're a reality TV-obsessed world. I know that this is riveting and, quite frankly, entertaining. But from a legal perspective, I do think that Fonnie Willis gave them an issue with respect to having this relationship, Wolf, and with regard to when it was and when it may have occurred. Uh, But I'm looking for the legal connection between the financial relationship that may or may not have been a benefit. Willis. If this witness would have testified, and certainly we heard the clips, he doesn't know, he doesn't recall, and it was really strained credulity, as we say, I think he was incredible. But the reality is, is what is the connection? Does he have information with respect to a quid pro quo? quid pro quo that would have permitted the hiring of him so she could financially benefit. How specifically does he have knowledge as to a financial benefit? What does he know as it relates to monies that Fannie Willis might have gained as a result of the relationship? None of that was there. It was about when they were together, when they were not, what did you tell me, how much gossip is it? Well, you know. And so the reality is no, no, no uncredibility, but I'm looking to the issue of qualification or disqualification and how this impairs the relationship against the president it's a distraction a deflection talk to me about the process talk to me about the indictment talk to me about the lack of fairness in that process not whether someone was with someone on any particular date and so that's what I was looking for and I was disappointed not to hear
0: let me get Karen's thoughts Karen did this testimony today do you think that it moved the needle at all given how little Bradley has allegedly been able to remember
3: Look, I agree with what Joey is saying. It's very strange to me why none of the testimony either on the first day of the hearing or this day today of the hearing focused on a financial conflict of interest and things like, how did you decide to hire him? What was the process? Was he vetted? Who discussed the amount of money you were going to pay him when he submitted his hourly invoices? Was somebody looking at those invoices and was there quality controls in place or whatever it was? There could have been a whole line of questioning that established a potential financial conflict of interest regardless of when a relationship started between Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade. That is sort of beside the point. And so the question really is going to be exactly the way Joey described it, which is can they d- establish that there is a disqualifying financial conflict of interest? And I don't think that has been done on either day. Today was just another trying to pin down whether whether, whether this lawyer was, was hearing gossip or, or suggest making his own suppositions about when the relationships started, but he says he had no personal knowledge himself of when the relationship began or even what a definition of a relationship is. Are they talking about feelings? are they talking about physicality? I mean, it's just unclear and this relate and this entire this entire hearing really didn't move that needle very much. but if the if Foddy Willis or Nathan Wade lied to the court, that could be disqualifying in and of itself.
0: JOEY, DO YOU THINK THE BURDEN HAS BEEN MET TO DISQUALIFY THE uh, DA FONNIE WILLIS IN THIS CASE BASED ON TODAY?
2: I mean, I just don't see it. Again, I mean, this uh, is—it has to be mortifying. It has to be embarrassing to the prosecutor. Certainly, it's entertaining for everyone but Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis. Uh, Certainly, I don't think that his former law partner, Mr. Bradley, would have wanted to be on the witness stand. He was a very reluctant witness. Certainly, things that he should have recalled or probably did recall, he indicated he didn't. Uh, You could call into question the nature of when they met. Was it a romantic relationship? As Karen suggests, that's even blurry based upon the fact that, you know, okay, were they together, what does that mean? Were they together? Are you defining it as intimacy? I mean, we're going down rabbit holes, Wolf. We're in rabbit tunnels at this point. What I'm looking for is the nexus and connection between the financial benefit, if any, that the D.A. would have incurred or ignored to her as a result of this relationship. And if it's absent, that's problematic to me.
0: Karen, a big picture. What does this mean for Donald Trump right now, all that we've heard so far?
3: Well, the big picture, if Fonnie Willis is disqualified from this case, it'll mean that the entire office is disqualified from this case because she's the boss, right? She's the elected district attorney, so if th- that this could mean a significant blow to this case if Fonnie Willis and her office is removed, because they'll have to find a whole new prosecutor who will have to learn the evidence and make a determination uh, whether or not they are going to proceed in the way that it is currently uh, the the current posture. So so the stakes here couldn't be higher. It could be the difference between a prosecution and not a prosecution. Uh and so I don't think I agree. I don't think they met the burden of disqualification, but let's see if if they uh if there's any dishonesty here.
0: We'll see what happens in the coming days uh, to both of you. Guys, thank you very very much.